Challenges. How have you faced any challenges in your life lately? Welcome back to quarantine season. My name is Eller Camacho. I have a special guest here joining me today, someone who I met at an open mic night while I was attending grad school in Florida. He performed with his guitar and I sang a song that I wrote. We also discovered that night that we had the same last name, close ever since that day. He taught me how to longboard, and even after I moved back home to Georgia and eventually to California for film school, we still kept in touch, sharing our creative projects and catching up when we can. I'm beyond happy to call him my friend. I'll let him introduce himself. Hey, what's up? My name's Tom Camacho. Thanks for having me, Ella. Yeah, I'm happy to have you. Thanks for joining me. So how have you been doing? I've been all right. Um, Everything has been okay. I feel like I'm settling in Tampa for the first time in seven years, it seems like. So I'm actually, I renewed my lease recently, which I feel fine doing because prior I would always leave Tampa every summer. Mm-hmm. This summer I haven't left and I'm actually, like I said, I feel like I'm settling in Tampa and I actually like what Tampa has to offer, even though we have this whole COVID thing. But yeah, I'm liking living in Tampa now. That's good. That's good. And was it challenging for you to to have to decide to stay in Tampa versus go back home? Yeah, it was. It was challenging because I guess I just had like a conflict of like interests back at home. I'd really only go back at home for like ocean activities, diving, skimboarding, all the stuff that I would do when I was a kid. And then when I whenever I would come to Tampa, all that would just like cease to exist for me because I would only come to Tampa for school. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I was always going to the beach and doing skimboarding and just being by the ocean and stuff. And then I would go two semesters worth not doing it and then jump back in during the summer. And then it would just all of a sudden stop in August when the semester would start again. But now I feel like I kind of have a balance. You know, I can drive back home whenever I want now. So I always could, but now. I don't know. I'm just like doing things whenever I feel like it. Going with the flow. Yeah, I'm just going with the flow. And it's I'm just creating a balance for myself. Like right now, it's for sure very hard to find a balance and to find just a routine, a daily routine. I know that you've been working on a bunch of creative stuff lately. How did you get into that? What what got you? And um, if you can explain what you've been doing. Yeah, I just finished up this animation and I've been touching it up and I'm honestly been looking at it for so long. I'm tired of working on it. I don't know if that's ever happened to you where you're yes. working on a project. Oh my gosh. And yes. Yeah. You- <laughs> like you have looked at it so many times that you can't even you can't even see the flaws anymore you just you just can't or or you can see you just see more flaws you either see no Mm -hmm. flaws or more flaws and it's such a struggle but once you get the final product it's like oh my god yes i did it it's amazing yeah exactly yeah it it is a good feeling and i'll rewatch my little projects over and over again like just feeling proud of myself and you should yeah so i i'll tell you how i got into that but i just finished up and i keep on i've just noticed myself i'm just tired of looking at it and i want it to be done it is done but i keep on just retouching things and yeah. just 
I rewatch it. I'm like, oh, you know, I might change that. Like, and then, yeah, it's, it's so hard. I have been struggling with perfectionism, which I realize perfectionism just slows down progression. So I kind of just that's in the back of my head always too. Who gives a dang? Like, just put out whatever you have instead of trying to like perfect it because. All too often, I try to perfect something, and that just hinders it from being put out for everyone to see, and it just hinders progress. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, in even in movies and TV shows, there are so many flaws. What I've learned in film school is that it's never going to be perfect. The product is never going to be perfect. There's always going to be a flaw, and the final product is whatever ends up on the screen. And you、mm-hmm. learn from those mistakes that you made. To make the next product better, or the next film project better. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely a big learning curve whenever you're doing these things. So even if you kind of have a project that, you know, you may not feel too good good about, but the learning curve is tremendous on these programs that I've been using. Yeah, I tried using those programs, and I was just like, I, I feel like I need a class. <laughs> that is so true. I feel like I need a class, especially for Adobe Premiere Pro. Like I feel just like if I can just take a class and then have projects, film projects, to then edit using Adobe Premiere Pro within the class, that would be amazing. Because I notice that a lot of film industries they use Adobe Premiere Pro, and even、yeah. a lot of professors they use that.、Um, They don't. They don't really use the other ones.、Um, I can't remember the one I used for school, but it's not commonly used. It says it's industry standard, but not really anyone uses it. And so、mm-hmm. I really wished I learned Adobe Premiere Pro. And yeah,、uh, yeah, it's a good program. I use After Effects and Premiere Pro. I've mostly been going into After Effects because After Effects I feel has so much more. Ways to manipulate anything, any project that you have. You know, Premiere Pro is really for video editing. You can do effects in there, but it's really just for like video editing and doing、mm-hmm. cool transitions and you know stitching together a movie or Instagram clip or whatever you have. After Effects is there's just so much to After Effects. Whenever I first got it, I was completely overwhelmed and I was like heavily discouraged actually. But then I was just, I just said like, screw it. I'm just gonna keep on just jabbing at it and getting used to the interface and、yeah. just I'm still learning as I go. I don't know everything. There's so much to this program. So how did you? There was one Instagram post you had, and you had fire coming out of your hand. How did? <laughs> how were you able to make that happen? I know that it was, was. I know it wasn't real fire, obviously,、yeah. but that was just incredible. Yeah, I all I did was I just followed a tutorial on YouTube, which that's been mostly what I've been doing on all my projects. But as I'm doing those projects, I make it my own. I just use these tutorials to navigate the effects and how to do it. I basically just learn the technique from the from the YouTube videos, and then I as I'm going, I just create my own process and. That's how I did it. I just followed a YouTube video.、Oh, wow. I took a bunch of flame stock footage, and you can manipulate it. You can like stretch it, you know, resize everything to make it more on my hand, just to make it look more realistic. That was,、uh, and、yeah. that's how I did it. That and was, it took a long time. <laughs> I can imagine it looked like you were in Avatar: The Last Airbender. You were like a firebender or something like I, that. I, 
I love that you said that because I've been rewatching Avatar: The Last Airbender, and it's so, it's so funny. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of references to the Avatar: The Last Airbender recently,、mm-hmm. and I don't know why. And it just happens to seem like perfect timing. Like I'm all of a sudden getting back in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Then I start seeing other stuff. Not even like you know, like it sounds like those ads where you you say something and then all of a sudden you start seeing ads of that thing that you're looking at. Yeah. It seems like that, but it's not ads. It's like other people talking about it, or I'm seeing people posting about it, or like you just mentioned Avatar. It's like, why am I seeing all this stuff all of a sudden? Yeah, like, because it, it just seems- it just got on Netflix, so every like, oh people, yeah, people are people are discovering it or rediscovering it. Like my niece Evie, she binged it actually, and she and.、Uh, She and she had to tell her mom, my sister-in-law. She had to tell her,、um, "Yeah, I, I'm sorry, mom. I binged it without you." <laughs> and she's like seven years old. <laughs> I love Avatar: The Last Airbender, and I, I remember when I was a kid, I was a big I know, fan I, of yeah, it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Oh my gosh! And but the movie, did, the movie did not do it justice. No, it was just complete disrespect to the Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh my god! Garbage, garbage. Absolute garbage. And. They are planning on doing another live-action movie, and I saw from like I don't know the producer or creator or whoever, and they said the reason why it's taking so long and why it's so difficult is because, you know, in the show they're kids, and it's hard to like find kids in real life that have all those martial arts、oh, uh, yeah. experience. And they said they're going to come out with another live-action, and hopefully they don't completely screw it up. Because I hope、yeah. I hope they don't screw it up either. I feel like it's. A, a part of a generation that needs to just keep going, needs to keep spreading. Yeah, Avatar: The Last Airbender has a lot of knowledge, and I feel like any young kid who's like watching it, that see, for instance, if I had kids, I would be showing that Avatar: Last Airbender because that show really has really life lessons in there, and you're like, oh yes. When you rewatch it as like you know a different mind, and you're older, you're like, damn, that's so true. It's. Yeah, it's a great show, and it has lots of life knowledge that is really useful. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to to just see the people just discovering this show. Like my niece and nephew, they were discovering it for the first time, and fall in love with the characters. And I I may rewatch it too because I hadn't watched it since I was in middle school or so.、Um, just to even see like the lessons that. They gave off that maybe I wasn't completely aware of at that time. Yeah, that's so true. You know, that's another another、uh, good show that has a lots of life lessons that I actually still take that I still like reminisce on is、uh, this anime called Naruto, which is more you know for like male like teenage boys. But I remember that of- was very popular. Yeah, it was very popular. I I couldn't get into the show, but、um, I know it was very popular. Yeah, it's a cup of tea for everybody, but it really has a lot of. They talk about hate and discrimination. Like it's like all crazy. Like all retrospect, you're like, dang, those are legitimate, good thoughts and philosophies. And what would you say would be your philosophy in life? Hmm, that's a good question. It's like I guess I don't really have a specific philosophy. I kind of go through. It's like music. Like sometimes I'll jump into. A different genre of music, like I, my whenever I listen to music, I listen to everything. And when I say everything, I mean I listen to everything. Like I'll jump from punk, hard rock, screamo to country or electronic or 
it's very soft acoustic or anything classical like i it's whatever i feel like at the time and i'll stay on that specific genre for amount of time before i jump on whatever my interest catches my eye so going back to like my philosophy it's kind of like it's whatever is going through my current time in my life i think that philosophy the current theme is self-integrity which means if i say something even if it's the most minute smallest little thing if i say it then i have to do it and i really try to been like programming my head if i said i'm gonna give a dollar to this person i gotta give this person a dollar like or if i say i'm gonna if i tell my roommate i'm gonna drive then i got to then i gotta drive to wherever we go it's like keeping yourself keeping your word yeah it's like keeping your words like having self-integrity and every time you do something that you say you're gonna do it gives you self-credibility do you know yeah, so, because there's a lot of situations where people may say, oh, oh, I got you, I got you, I'll take care of it, I'll take yeah. care of it, and they completely do not. Exactly, and that, I feel like that does something internally into some, like, to an individual, like, it creates a habit, a bad habit, actually, so you don't want to be, I don't know, it just does something to your soul, I feel like. If you say something, you got to do it, and... It's it's simple. It's actually similar to this podcast with you. I remember I said I was gonna do it, and you know, like I made sure like I'm gonna follow up on this because it's just I, it's something I, I said appreciate I was it. Gonna, yeah, it's it's something I'm gonna do, and that's kind of the philosophy I've been going through lately. Is just if I say I'm gonna do something, then I'm gonna do it. And um, another mantra, if you will, is also saying what I want to say like if I feel like I need to say something you got to say it's it's this thing called throat chakra which that sounds a little corny but I it's so dang true like if you don't say what's brewing inside it Mm -hmm. blocks your throat chakra and that creates a lot of blockages into any kind of energy or whatever you have going in your head like in the non-existent or non-physical world like it does something to your flow and if you don't say those things where does it go it's going to stay balled up and that's going to create a lot of blockage and it's going to create a lot of limitations and that's what i've been kind of going through is just saying what i need to say even if it hurts someone's feelings or you know it's just creating boundaries and you got to say these things you know so yeah i've been struggling with that since i've been back home because i'm used to saying what i feel and just just going for it when i'm in california i don't know just when i'm back home i feel like i go back to my old ways yeah of holding of holding everything in and then one day i explode yeah like going back home it's especially with family members it's super it's a different kind of level that you got to face it's like a different boss if you're playing like a video game like you gotta your family is something that it's like a different kind of beast when you 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 have to when you're around people that you've been around all your life and you're coming to them at a different angle with different philosophies and they don't recognize that from you because you never really put out that kind of image that kind of energy yes like because i'm not the same the thing is is that i'm not the same person that left from georgia to california i changed and i came back and i feel that either i have to hold back or or just keep it in or, yeah, yeah. Hold, hold back or, or someone gets hurt in the process. Hold back or someone gets hurt. Yeah, and going back, 
that's like your throat chakra like you gotta you know you gotta let it all you gotta let that flow come out and the only way it comes out is through your words through your throat through your mouth yeah that is definitely but, something i have to work on for sure yeah i mean i still work on it it's 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 just one of those things you work on yourself it's just self-development and yeah that's pretty much the mantras the philosophies that i've been going through lately and i guess another another philosophy that i've been going through is just i'm doing what i want to do i'm not stressing out of doing school and stuff like i'm kind of i'm going on my own path even though it may be a little unconventional compared to others but um i kind of feel like if everyone's going right then you go left kind of kind of feel like everyone's doing all this but i don't want to do it so i'm gonna go the other way yeah you should you should go towards the path that you want to go no matter what yeah which is why i i just i said i'm booking this flight and i'm going to california and i saved up money and everything i found an apartment and i just i gotta give this a shot yeah that and that's a really bold thing to do that's like something more bold than i've done i feel like i can only imagine what that might have been like it's like shoot like i've been um, all the way through this schooling in medicine like and then you completely just go on a different route yeah it didn't it (laughs) didn't go well with the family (laughs) exactly yeah but but my dad actually he was like he's been he had been telling me for years he was telling me lisi just go into right just like just just change just change your degree and and do and do writing do writing but i was like no but i know i want to be i but i want to be a doctor i'm going to be a doctor i a lot of people think that my parents were pushing me but i was pushing myself and that's stronger than anything i feel like when you're pushing yourself it really puts pressure on your whole body your mental state of mind and when i let that go it was like breaking up with someone oh yeah for sure that's that's how i feel with my current master's degree i am three credits away all i have to do is do an internship so i don't have to do class but i don't want to do it <laughs> i don't want to do it like eventually maybe, I will. maybe it's just not the right time too though because first yeah. of all we're all quarantined so you couldn't have do the internship anyways because internships you know you have to be there in person right so I mean, I did an internship at a talent agency. You have to be there in person. Mm-hmm. People, I in my class, people are doing like online internships. But uh, that's... how how long would it have to be? Just curious. I think it's semesters worth. But the way the internship is set up, like it's however the internship wherever you go intern, like the people that you go intern at might not require you to be there every day. Yeah, sure. But regardless, it'll still be it'll have to be through a whole semester from the you know fall semester yeah. but i don't want to do it and uh i realized this program that i'm in i don't want to be in it and looking back the reason why i'm in it is because i made a irrational decision whenever i was in undergrad and i was graduating and i remember talking to a career specialist or whatever and then they were just like oh what do you like the basic freaking questions that i could just ask myself and then i was like yeah i like I'm into the environment and outside. I, I grew up by the ocean, and they told me about this sustainability program. And then I was like, I guess I'll do that. It's a great program, don't get me wrong, but it's like I just—that's how I pretty much jumped into it. I was just like, I guess I'll do that. Yeah. Of for, I, I feel like for grad school, you gotta be passionate about what you're doing in grad school. 
you, mm-hmm. you, if you don't have the passion, it'll be very difficult for you to do the work because it's good <laughs> because there are moments when it's easy or hard, but you got to do it when it's when when thing in the world is going on. You got to keep going, and yeah, that's when I learned I was just the only thing that kept me going was writing in the medical grad program. And I was just like, uh, this isn't, <laughs> I don't think I was supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My roommates were the ones who were like, please go to film school. Just go. See you later. Bye. Go to film school. You know. I'm glad he did. Yeah, and then my one of my best friends, Paula, she was I was going to do a conservatory program for two years, and she was like, "You're paying all that money. You might as well do a master's." So I, I ended up doing a master's. But yeah, I'm really I'm really happy that I made all those steps to. And it's so funny because when I was an undergrad, I wanted to do a degree in archaeological biology, but mm, that's cool. I yeah, like archaeology yeah, a lot because I wanted to go on digs. Because I, I love to learn about the history of a person's life and mm-hmm. everything. Same. But then the career services lady, <laughs> we have a similar, mm-hmm. uh, we have a common ground here where they told me, well, you have to have a biology major and chemistry minor and, be pre- and that'll be pre-med. You have to do that in order to apply for medical school. And then let me tell you, three years into my undergrad program they said oh you can do whatever major you want as long as you Mm -hmm. take the classes for med school and i'm just like yep those career specialist people can lead you down a world of hurt yeah it really but then my brother told me like you know if you didn't go on the path you went on you wouldn't be here today it's it's like a seesaw Mm -hmm. you know yeah it is I know what you mean completely. Um, so, what advice would you give someone who's having challenges dealing with school, n- not going to school, and just trying to find a good balance in their life? Hmm. That really comes down. If I was telling somebody like a younger, I don't know, for like a new younger version, you can, of yeah, you can say a younger version of yourself. Yeah. I would. I'd really just figure out like, what is it you really want to do. And that's such like a mundane question. It's like, well, do what you really want to do. I don't know what I want to do. Well, then now to answer that question, you have to taste a bunch of things. And in your 20s and your 30s, especially in your 20s, that's where you should. I wish I was more high risk. I wish I was doing a bunch of high risk stuff, tasting different things, like trying different things instead of being so so insecure and thinking that I, I won't be able to do certain things because that's you know, you're supposed to go to college and get a job and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's all BS. I wish I would have focused on skills instead of degrees. I wish I would have told myself, do you really want to go to school? Do you need to go to school? Why would you go to school? Because there's, I really do feel like you only should go to college for certain things. Like, I don't, you don't need to go to college to, uh, you know, get an arts degree. Like, you can become an artist on your own. Like, the only time I think you should go to school is if you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, accountant, stuff like that that's required, engineer, you know? Like, I wish I would have told myself that. Like, I went to college on a whim. I was like, I guess I'll go because this is what you're supposed to do. I didn't even, I didn't know anything about all this stuff. For instance, I went to college and I didn't even know I had to pick a major. Wow. <laughs> like, that's that's a big, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah. So I'd go, I'd tell myself, I'm like, do you need to go to college? Like, would you want to go to school? Like, do you need to go to school? 
And I would also tell myself, like, stop worrying about what the hell other people are doing. Like, these people that are going to school, going to college, are going to eventually end up probably highly depressed, have high anxiety, get to college, and it's not going to be what, what it seems like. And I would just tell myself, taste different things, focus on skills instead, and learn yourself. Go inside yourself and figure out what you like, what you dislike, what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you, what lights you on fire, what makes you that interest that you get like what are those interests that get you going like on its own like I feel like interests and passions they all find you and you kind of have to go out and like you kind of meet the have to meet them halfway like you gotta try things and if you feel that interest then that's where you should just go, go down that path. just go for it yeah I l- and that's how I feel with videography right now and editing and stuff like that it's like I'm just interested in it so I'm gonna go full scale into it I don't know where it's gonna lead but I'm gonna do it and I don't care like I and I'm just gonna keep on doing it and maybe maybe who knows maybe I won't keep on doing it but at this I don't really care I'm not thinking that far because I'm doing I'm doing it now because I want to yeah that's all that matters I mean you gotta just live in the moment and just do what you love to do yeah I just realized I didn't answer the question how I got into videography and editing and stuff like that I didn't answer that question go ahead I was just this last semester we're, we're in summer okay yeah the spring semester i was working with this amazing faculty teacher his name T, his name is th Colhane, and he man this guy brought in a lot of inspiration and a lot of like light that left me in this grad program mm-hmm. because there was at one point i wanted to drop out but this guy would always make me feel like yeah this is worth it every time i'd go to his class he would he he's like approaching his 60s but he was a guy who is still has that vigor about his job and his his field you know the field sustainability and he's out of all the faculty members at that school he's the one who would always just bring that light back and being like damn you know this is this is the reason why people come here and this is actually the reason why like we have the same interests and you he just rekindled a lot of things for me so going back that's like kind of his personality like that's his like how he is as a human in my eyes i was working on a project at his property a lot i was working with him closely and he was just telling me he's like record this you should record this like make a little edit video and i remember just being like oh i'm not good at editing i don't know how to do that like the softwares are so overwhelming i don't know how to make it good and he would just be like your first video is not going to be good anyway so just do it your first anything's not going to be it's good it's the truth that's the absolute truth yeah and he would always he was just giving me that little those little pushes and those little pushes like were staying in my mind like I would come home and I would still like be thinking about it and then he then he told me about this Adobe Creative Cloud you know that has yes it has has everything in it it has everything in it and he told me that USF has it and oh also this is a good keynote like back backstory keynotes that the way he would grade his class was by doing things like well okay what does that mean like he would literally just grade you on like if you made anything pertaining to the class so he was giving me credit for just making these little videos that actually aren't trash but yeah he was a guy who was just like encourage you and he was he was just a guy who of encouragement and it's like you know what this guy's right like and yeah that's how i got into it he showed me i didn't know about creative cloud through usf and it's free for you know for usf students and so i got that and i just started just messing with the program and just started putting stuff together like just for the videos and i felt safe in this facebook chat of our class because 
it's like who cares like i'm not gonna see these people like i'm just gonna put out this stuff these little videos i i owe it to him for him putting me onto this like i that's wonderful that's where i who i credit it's been like a full circle for you really yeah so i went and and got a chair i bought a computer i bought a camera i bought lens and yeah the chair i i literally went out and invested in a lot of this expensive equipment and now i have it and i use my computer a lot i haven't been using my camera a lot but i will be using that for sure like you need a camera to record things so um i got a gopro and the gopro is awesome and i'm just yeah i'm just using my gopro more right now on the beach and spearfishing and stuff but yeah i'm just focusing on after effects really which is just creating content yeah stuff like that and i feel like youtube has become like a university in itself because i feel like you can learn anything from there and i'm so happy that that teacher was able to just inspire you to push yourself past your limits and challenge you to do something that you never thought you could be able to do yeah that's it that's so true i didn't i never saw myself like doing these kind of stuff like spending hours and staying yeah, my sleep schedule you're, so you're a up. night owl i'm a night um, owl myself because like, i'm just and, like up and you know the the creative juices they come when they come they don't they don't come at uh at a certain time every day that's yeah like even with my screenwriting my ideas they come when they come and and i just gotta write it down when it comes and then go back to sleep whatever time it is whatever time it is yeah that's yep i used to feel guilty about it too because you know i'd go to bed at like sometimes i'd go to bed at like 8 a.m or 9 a.m in the morning and then i would sleep all the way to like 5 p.m and then do it all over again and it, it was all relative in my opinion it's like because like i was still getting seven eight hours of sleep it's just you know i'm going to sleep when yeah. the sun's rising i believe it, I believe it. if i wasn't in, Basically if just I being was in film school at the time i would have probably done the same thing stayed up write, and then go to sleep i had to put myself on a schedule mm-hmm. and everything yeah thank god and luckily and i'm so fortunate i'm not on a schedule after this semester i was just i'm gonna do what i want to do like i'm not gonna do internships i'm not working right now and just doing you just doing you and that's what everyone should be doing learning this skill and that's it that's what everyone should be doing and not worrying about what others are gonna say yeah what others are doing just do what makes you happy don't get so intimidated so easily don't feel like you're gonna get judged in two seconds even if they do judge you ignore them because you're happy and they're probably not because that's why they're judging you mm-hmm. yeah that is uh i really want to touch up or uh, go off of that that what you just said like you know when people judge you it's because they have you know self-judgment or wh- whatever you just said but it's like that is something that's like a message that's been coming to me the past like three weeks almost a month is when people Oh my gosh. Judge you they just and say these they don't things even to think. you. They just write. Especially on the they internet. The internet whatever is ruthless. That, that comes to their the mind internet. within the split second. Yeah. Yeah, the internet is, if you want to be exposed. Yeah, <laughs> it's or, very like, brutal. To expose to, like, a lot of hate and real real hate. Go to the internet. What I'm saying is, though, like, whenever you see all that hate, and, and it's even a little uncomfortable for me to say this, is even in myself, if I feel 
myself having these these thoughts and these like you know you want to say a nasty thing it's like why the heck am i saying that it's actually because you have some unhealed some like it's like a reflection it's also it's it's synonymous to this you you ever see somebody who might be successful and you get jealous and i know that's like a thing hard to admit but i mean i i'll admit to it sometimes you see that and yeah and a lot of people do that but it's like why do you feel that way and then that leads to a lot of you know you might want to say something like nasty i don't know it's like it's because it's mirroring back like what you want but instead of and since you don't have it and you see someone else have it you get angry but that is the Mm -hmm. complete wrong approach and and it's not our fault that we were programmed that way it's just how we were growing up without knowing how to address those kind of issues properly so all those hate and judgment and all the stuff it's all comes back to you those people are hurting more so much more if they take the time to spit out that energy that bad energy they are hurting themselves if they say you're stupid well they probably have been told themselves that they were stupid and it really made an impact on them and now they don't even realize that when they say it's because they were told that and so whenever i get triggered i have to i it's like a feedback loop system where i'm like okay if i'm feeling this way then something is triggered in me that i don't know about myself and i have to dig and figure out like why am i feeling this negative feeling and so when you said that people when they judge it's because they themselves are like hurting or they have some kind of it's it's so i guess that's another that that definitely did make sense that definitely did make sense i had an old friend we're no longer friends which i'm actually happy he would have tons Mm -hmm. of hate in him and I realized that th- I realized that this guy was just hurting inside. Like he was just himself hurting, but he was such a such a low vibration that if even if you try to be like, "Hey man, like I hear you saying all these things, but I really hear what's going inside of you. Like you are hurting, man." He would, you know, block you off completely. He wouldn't even give you the time of the day. So he wasn't even at that level of um like of like, you know, self-awareness, but that was like whenever I I kind of always think of that guy like whenever I talk about that kind of stuff because that guy was always yeah and oh, uh, yeah, yeah I've, was, um, he had a lot of hate I've himself, been around a lot of people is who a lot of hurt just been hurt throughout their lives or or discriminated they're not good enough or they're not pretty enough or they're too fat they're too skinny I've even been told I've been too skinny but so everyone has something to mm-hmm. say and it all it all comes back to what they've been told, as you said, what they've been told as a child really affect mm-hmm. them as an adult. Yeah, for sure. And that's, yeah, that is, if I have kids, I want to be as, as much as possible is to like let them have a open mind. I know, I know that the prejudice and all this other stuff in the world that's happening may still exist but I hope that it won't exist mm-hmm. to this extent as much when my when my kids enter the world. So thank you for joining me, Tom. Exactly. I loved having you on. Um, and for the rest of you, see you back here next Monday. No Stay safe and be well. Thank you.